Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Nightmares. As always, I am joined by one of my co-hosts on the Cinemania Nightmares show. We have Chris from 3C Film Global on YouTube. Chris, what's up, man? Hey, Dwayne. Thank you so much for doing this on such short notice, man. I feel bad whenever I have to keep rescheduling and putting you down, but I'm always happy to come on and talk some screaming horror news. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very excited. It's, it, it seems like Scream 5 is like always what we have to really talk about for these these shows come around. Uh, But I'm very excited to get in today's show. No Tyler today. Skype is like trash right now. Like it keeps crashing. No idea why. So um, hopefully Tyler can be back for the next show. Um, But yeah, so today everyone is Chris and I. We're going to be talking about some Scream 5 news, Scream 5 casting that was um, announced, kind of some rumors with that movie. And then... We are going to get into the Exorcist reboot. And then after yes. that, I pose the question if Chris thinks Host is the best horror movie of 2020. No answers <laughs> right now. We'll get into that. We'll get into that uh, discussion uh, in a minute. But uh, let's start with Scream 5. Scream 5 is uh, taking out, making a lot of headlines, a lot of like a lot of big kind of uh, story pieces from Scream 5 happening on social media, um, through Twitter and stuff like that. Oh, so I'm yeah. very excited to discuss. Uh, first things first, did you see that poster? Poster was great. Oh, yeah. They that, hire, that, that they... Made... <laughs> they should hire that because that's that's really awesome. Not only just for the way it looked, but just the representation behind that. Because we know the plot is of some woman returning to her hometown to solve who's been committing these crimes. And the road into Ghostface Mouth, that is just so symbolic and perfect. They do need to hire that person. Yeah, I almost like a lot. A part of me wish that was the actual poster. Like they just use that poster. Uh, contact this guy, <laughs> give him a lot of money. If the if the if the main character is not Sydney, um, I don't think it, I I personally don't think it should be. I think it should be someone new to start like like the way that what they did with the Halloween movie. You yeah. know, like I, I I still want Nev Campbell to be in the movie. And I still want her to be a visceral part, but I want the main, like, I want them to introduce a new final girl. Um, so I, I think if you go to the poster, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, if you go to the poster, change Welcome Home Sydney to Welcome Home whoever, like, Mary I think it's Sarah is the new character. Sarah. Name. Okay. Let's do that. And then uh, they, this, this should be the, I would not accept anything else but this poster, like, <laughs> for the actual poster <laughs> for the movie, you know? Um, but yeah, this was a great poster. So shout out to that. Do you remember his name? I think it was like Creepy Duck or something. Like yeah, that. it was a Creepy Duck uh, Images. I think is actually the actual name. So just search Creepy right. Duck Images, or if not, just the hashtag Scream Five, and he's probably still up there as the top. Yeah, player. yeah, because everyone was like reposting that. Um, all right, so let's get into some of the casting news. So earlier, I believe it was last week, they had they dropped some news casting wise about um, a new kind of introduction to the cast melissa barrera um i'm not a i'm not really familiar with her but i know she's on the star series Vita and stuff and she was also she's also going to be in the heights so that's pretty good yeah. so her popularity will probably go up once that Definitely. movie comes out in the heights and then people will be will really really look forward to see what she's going to do so she's the first uh fresh face to join scream five as per deadline uh okay so you had some you kind of have the uh, details as far as like characters Did they re- release what character she's playing yet or 
Uh, no, they think? didn't uh, release what character she's playing. If you're still a- able to get access to your Twitter, uh, Dwayne, here, I'll send you the article where it has all the character descriptions. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, So when she first was announced, she is also the first Hispanic character to even be part of any uh, mainstay in Scream series because so far it's usually been you know either black or white, nothing really in between mm-hmm. when it comes right, to, right. To, to Scream. Uh, and I thought, you know, okay, so she's Hispanic and there's only one described character of Hispanic ethnicity that's female in the cast, and that was the character of Maud. And yep. she is a uh, one half twin. So she, I was like, okay, well, then that's her. She's, she's the twin. She uh, is being described here as having no filter. It, it says whatever's on her mind and obviously having a twin brother. So I was like, that's cool. That's awesome. And then what mm-hmm. we'll get into uh, in a second is another hispanic character female was added to the list that you'll introduce in a sec and that mm-hmm. completely threw me off i was like whoa th- then this totally makes me think twice about who's playing who on these character descriptions right. and, and all that and she is of 30 30 years old and yep, with yep. everything that we've heard most of the cast will be portrayed as 18 year olds sort of high school age and mm-hmm. i was like well high school i mean uh, hollywood does that all the time where they get 30 year olds and make them High That's what I was just thinking. Like so it wouldn't it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if she was like still playing an eighteen year old. But it, maybe she could be um Jenna Ortega's sister or something like that. That's what I'm thinking. That they're gonna be playing a sister role. And if that's the case, Melissa Burr is most likely our new Sydney, our version that's called Sarah in this movie, and she is the girl who moves away because she had a traumatic childhood for some reason. Oh, okay. Then whenever she hears people are getting killed in my hometown and my little sister's there, I need to go back. Oh, and, and so the little sister is going to be Sarah. Okay. I think she might be Sarah. Now they might've flipped the script. Cause you know, all the times, especially studios know that these casting sheets sometimes get leaked out. So they could just be putting right. in false ethnicities or here and there just to fool us. But uh, she would fit with uh, having Jenna Ortega, which is the newly added character uh, or actress on there. She's from You, season two. Awesome that she got cast in Scream 5 because I really liked her in season two of You. She could be playing Teresa, which is the younger sister, and that would make sense since they're both of Mm -hmm. Hispanic descent, so you can see them being related. Yeah, okay, so I, I, I definitely agree with you. So I'm thinking these, I'm thinking Melissa Barrera, because now I'm reading what you just sent me. Um, I think she's going to be Sarah. Um, and then I, I then Teresa, which Sarah could be a Hispanic. I've, 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 I know plenty of uh, Hispanic uh, women who, who have the name oh, Sarah. Yeah. Just, it's kind of spelled like that. And Teresa so, like, as well. Right. Teresa is definitely a, um, can be a Hispanic descent kind of name. So I can definitely, I'm down with this. Uh, the next casting, like you are, like we already said, Jenna Ortega from, from you. Uh, season two, I really liked her in that show. I didn't, mm-hmm. I haven't seen her in anything else, but that's also uh, reported by Deadline that she's going to be another. She's the other um, character that was, well, she's the other person that was cast, new face uh, for this movie. Now, I want to ask you a question because, as as someone who who has um, Hispanic descent, how do you feel about this? Because I, I am <laughs> really, really happy about I. One thing with the uh, <clears throat> the Scream franchise, it is my favorite horror franchise, but there's rarely anyone of color in those movies. You know, it's yeah. it's Nev Campbell, it's David Arquette, Courtney Cox, and then you have a few new faces. Um, Scream 4, even that one really didn't have much either. Yeah. I mean, the only <laughs> one that comes to mind was the cop that's in Blackish or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the actor's name or whatever, but... 
they have the, they they tend to lean on the white side and then i don't know um you know we, i don't even want to get into political stuff like that because then people get upset when you, they think you're adding an agenda but it's like just adding diverse cast and even on the hispanic side we rarely get uh you know hispanic characters portrayed in, in these movies like i i always go on about like la Llorona from the conjuring universe that is a, a character from hispanic heritage from the hispanic lore and they made the main family a white family <laughs> yeah right they didn't even try even the opening i was like dude why didn't you just do that movie you know like yeah. as a as a fan of the franchise i was just really uh really looking forward to these news because i was i got really excited i was like cool like this is like the second um person of color that has been cast in the movie and then we had the rumors of um selena gomez uh being yeah. Potentially the uh, opening kill of the movie, which is I, I know that's what you kind of alluded to when we saw the rumors. That's How much of the rumors I, are yeah. true? I, I just assume so. The way these rumors are coming about, which okay, there's there's actually a long history of Selena Gomez in Scream. Back when Scream Four was being made, Selena Gomez was up and running to play the Emma Roberts role of the movie. She was set to get that role. Because apparently Selena Gomez is a huge horror fan and she knew that she was close to the production and she was like trying to get the role so bad. But for some reason, she she didn't end up getting it. And uh, there, there's reports of all that stuff. So now that the fifth film's coming out, she probably was chasing it again. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think Selena Gomez is a bigger name now than she was in 2011. Yeah. So she would be a big draw. Uh, yeah, it's been tradition with the Scream series. You get a big star and then you kill them at the beginning of the movie just to, for shock value. But I feel like that's expected now that it doesn't work the same. It, oh, she could be the opening kill. I wouldn't mind if if, if she becomes a, a main character or she stays throughout the film. I Okay, so I love the idea. I just like the idea of a star coming in mm-hmm. and being that first like fall guy. Uh, yeah. Just because, like, the first movie is done so well, they marketed it around Drew Barrymore, then she gets ganked to, like, the first scene, and I thought it was great. And I thought it really set up, like, a new kind of pattern with the movie. Yeah. Then Scream 2 came out. We had two good stars. We had, uh, we had oh, what's his name again? I forget his name. But uh, we had uh, Jada Pickensmith, and then we have Omar Epps. That's, that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Omar Epps and stuff. And they were, like, in the 90s, they were, like, huge stars. You know what I mean? To the black audience and, what, yes. and whatnot. And then they both get taken out in the opening of Scream 2. Love it. Scream 3 kind of stopped that trend a little bit. Like okay. it opened up with Cotton Weary, who's been in the franchise, although he is a, like a, you know, it's Lev Schreiber, but he was like a big star when it came out. You know what I mean? Um, and he then was. Scream 4, the the, the the actual two kills, they were just, you know, randoms, but they had that whole bunch of cameos in the beginning that I always love and enjoy, <laughs> like Anna Paquin and uh, who else? It was like uh, Sinead Grimes and stuff like it's like it was it was like really a really, really funny opening with that stuff. Yeah. Now, the TV show that that first series, the first season opened it up with Bella Thorne. Great. Great yeah. as well. Right. 
now I I really want Scream Five to kind of bring that back. You know, although I do love the Scream Four opening, the dialogue, all that Same. stuff is great. Um, you know, I I would love Scream Five to bring that back, and I think Selena Gomez is a great person to be that per to be that person. I could just picture her just running away from Ghostface in the opening. Everyone's excited. <laughs> Um, I already know there's an audience there who would love to watch uh, Selena Gomez getting get slashered in the fir- in the you know in the first scene and whatnot. Yep. So I, I'd be down for it. I, I would be too. My, my my thing is you have to be different. You, you can't stick. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I know. know Scream has a formula that you could basically break down, but I think that's what would be it, it's hinder. That's what would ruin it, or that's what would not take it to the next level. And I think the whole point is to bring it to the next level. I think that's what those ready or not guys are going to be doing here. So. I would not be surprised if if they set up an opening kill only to no one get killed in the opening. And then that's kind of like your, oh, this is a different screen movie here. We were expecting something and now it's something else. Right, exactly. No, I I, I feel you. Maybe, um, yeah, so we'll see whatever they're, they're, uh, they decide to do. Um, listen, man, I am so pumped for this movie. Same. Like, this is back to this feeling where I was when Halloween 2018 was coming <laughs> yeah. out. This is like when one of my favorite franchises is getting like not rebooted, but like sort of reimagined and whatnot. And we have great people behind the project because this is not like how I feel where I hear like, oh, the Exorcist or whatever is getting, you know, brought back. I'm like, no, like, like I'm super excited for this movie. I have been craving more slasher movies like in general. You know, I feel yeah. like we have we I feel like we fell off with those maybe because box office is not really like showing that audiences want slasher movies. And that's this what, movie, that's what I wanted to ask you about, like, because Scream 4 did bomb, unfortunately, it, yeah. it, it did not do well at the box office, which because we were supposed to get a whole new trilogy like Wes was all up for it. Kevin Williams was willing to write it. And then because Scream 4 didn't do good. Do you think. Out of nowhere, there's this huge audience now for Scream because I, I, I people didn't even think Halloween would open as big as it did. It got to like 80 million opening weekend, which is unheard of for a slasher movie. And I'm thinking maybe enough time has passed where the TV show brought in some new uh, eyes to Scream, where there's been new fans who grew up watching this movie because they think it's a good horror movie. Do you think now it could actually succeed or will it possibly bomb again? You know, here's my thoughts on this. In 2011, I don't think horror was the thing again. You get what I'm saying? Like, back in the 80s and 90s, horror had, like, a like a twang to it. Like, everyone was excited for the next slasher, the next, like, new face of horror, right? And in 2011, what have we gotten at that point? (laughs) Let's let let's like we we had the paranormal activity movies that was making that was like doing really well. I think we had a Saw movie in there, like Saw 3D or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. <laughs> like like I think after The Conjuring came out, Insidious, like Sinister, that's when horror started right. to get started to get like some kind of kind of some kind of momentum behind it. And then we had, I'm thinking of like big horror releases in the past like a uh, couple of years. Let's go through them. Like we have the It It 2017, yeah. a the reboot. Movies, yeah. That movie made like 120 million oh, yeah. 
it, opening it, it, weekend. You know what I mean? The Stranger okay. Things, the uh, the clown look, the trailers were great. Then we had like Get Out, that was an Oscar nominated movie. Yeah. And then we get into then we get from that. Then we go into like uh, like you know 2018 with Halloween. Yes. Then we had uh, Us from last year that also opened really really big. It Chapter Two to like 90 something million. I just think if you have, I think you need three things. Okay, you gotta have a good cast. You gotta have a really good trailer. And you gotta have the right people behind the movie, the right directors, the right kind of team to show audiences that this is gonna be a big thing. And I also wanna add too, it also depends on when you get released, okay? A lot of studios, a lot of studios and a lot of, they don't realize that release dates fucking matter. Like they really, really matter. Why in God's name would you release Scream 4 April 15th of 2011? (laughs) October is right there. You know what I mean? Like, that's where you see the big gains in horror movies is September and October. It Chapter 1 was like, they were like, fuck. Okay, we're coming out at the same time in a couple of years. And they, they didn't make 120, but they made almost $100 million again. Okay, Halloween 2018 came out in October, and it blew the doors off the place. Last year, we had like no big studio horror movie. None last yeah, year. Man. And I, and I was like, dude, why does, doesn't these studios realize that audiences will show up October? Scream 5 needs to release in October. No June, no July, no Jan. You need to release in October where audiences want a new, scary, haunting movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, what I, I think that's how you get. The reason why Us and Get Out did so well us was this like that that garnered garnered its own traction from the black audience or whatnot. I mean, not yeah. not us. <clears throat> Get out garnered you know its own attraction. Us was already a big is going to be a big hit because okay, Jordan Peele's returning. Scream Five needs to come out in October. That's what I think the the box office is going to do really well. You see, and I would agree with you, and I'd go with there, but we're forgetting Halloween Kills moved to October of next year. And Scream oh, Five is coming out next year. There's no way they're going to release them so close. So either Scream has to take it's uh, an early September date to kind of like, okay, well, I guess Halloween season starting up, so I'll take advantage of that. That way, our movie's playing throughout October and people can see it then. Or they do what uh, some of the Scream movies did in the past, and they were originally released in December. Now, the 25th anniversary for the first release of Scream will be December of that year. So I wouldn't be surprised if they release it in December. Okay. Also, okay, so here's my other thing, right? October 15th, 2021 is when Halloween Kills comes out. Let me do, give me one sec. October 15th, 2021. And we also have the Batman coming out in October too. So that's that's like really two huge monsters that you do not want to. You know what date the Batman is? So we have Halloween. Give me a sec. I just want to. That man is October first. Listen, when we're getting to box office, I have a whole box office show. And <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 I get, I die. Okay, the Batman is coming out October first. Now, you want to have the Batman have at least three weeks for it 
you want to have the Batman have at least three weeks for it to look to just do its thing and get traction because it's going to do really well the first week and it's going to do really well the second week. Okay, yeah. you don't want to come out the next week after that. So if the Batman is coming out Friday, October first, twenty twenty one, and and Halloween Kills is coming out October fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Scream Five can easily come out October twenty ninth right before Halloween and come out and try to do something. Or if you don't want to come out in October and you think you're going to get killed by Halloween killed, quote unquote, you know what I mean? Um, No pun intended, actually. Uh, If you don't want to get murdered by the Batman and Michael Myers, then you come out September 18th or September 25th. But I really, really think that it should be an October film to keep that Halloween momentum. And I think you come out the 29th. Right before Halloween, come out. Be the last movie before yeah. Halloween. Halloween yeah. kills. Let's let's go back to Halloween. <laughs> I I don't think Halloween. <clears throat> I don't think Halloween kills is gonna sit there and make the same money as as uh, the first as Halloween twenty eighteen. That that's just what happens when it comes to movies. Um, yeah. The audiences we think that they're gonna all come back again, but there might be people that didn't enjoy that movie, or there might be people that just don't really. They just. It was just really, really hyped because you had Laurie Strode back and all that stuff. So um, Halloween, Halloween Kills, I see that opening to like 65, 70, maybe, maybe 60 yeah. opening weekend. The next following week, you let, you let it die down a little bit. You let it get to like 30 or 25. Then... Then the week after, it's gonna, it's not gonna open up more than twenty million. So you want to capitalize on that 29th date, and you want to come out October 29th, twenty twenty one. Scream five, get that how get that Halloween audience. But like, like a lot of friends, like yeah, let's go and see Scream five on the Halloween. It's like the Halloween weekend. That's the perfect yeah. time to release. I don't even know. I don't know why Halloween Kills didn't do that, but <laughs> I think they should do that. That's what I think Scream Five should do, or get one of those later dates in September, like you said. Yeah, that, that, that could work, man. We'll have to wait and see. But I just I want it to succeed, man, because you know they're going to plan another trilogy so or a couple round of movies. They're not going to end at one. The Scream movies are known to continue, and they're probably even going to set the seeds for the trilogy or or a sequel within this uh, next Scream movie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, we'll see, man. Because I, like I said, <clears throat> next next year horror wise is gonna be really really fun. I'm really really excited to see what we get into and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's go through their other. So so far, that's the new. Those are the new faces. Um, and then we have Courtney Cox and David Arquette coming returning. So far, confirmed. Uh, we still don't have Nev Campbell. I'm really hoping that she returns because she says she's in talks. I think by now they probably have her, and she's probably going to be the last cast member just to, I don't know, blow some hype up. Right, right. Um, I also want to get into this kind of kind of uh, casting note. Samara Weaving. They contacted Samara Weaving for the role but she can't do it because of schedule i am really bummed i am too like we all knew when the ready or not directors were announced they're like oh the last movie they did together oh it had samara weaving and directors all the time like to bring in people that they like that they work with i mean just look at um uh ryan coogler and michael uh, uh michael b jordan how they work in like four movies together now just because of that one time they work and Yes, she admits that she was approached and she wanted to, but scheduling conflict ruined it. If she was attached, she would have been our new lead star. She wouldn't have been a supporting character. Yeah, I think she would have been the main stay. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I would agree. I. Uh, I. I'm. I'm a big fan of her, and I loved Ready or Not. So I'm really, really bummed by this news. I'm hoping they can work something out and have her do like a cameo or something. Something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I. Yeah, I'm really bummed by this because I really, I really, really like her, and they seem to have a really good relationship with each other. You know. Um. So yeah. So I. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. So that's the uh, Scream 5 news as of right now. I'm sure we're going to have more down the road uh, very, very soon. Let's hope. Uh, let's get into the Exorcist reboot. Uh, they announced it a few days ago. Yeah. I don't know how I feel. <sighs> what, do you, what do you think? This is uh, weird also because the way it was announced, it was like a footnote to a different story. So it was in a Deadline article about this uh, show coming up. I, I don't even know what the name of it was. And then at the end of ar- the article, they say this production company also has this show and an exorcist reboot for theatrical release in 2021. So it wasn't even like a big uh, news event or anything. It was just as mentioned as a footnote. And then art- other websites, horror centric websites, you know, read that and was like, Oh, that's big. Um, and yeah, the exorcist is, is coming close to 50 years old. The movie came out in 1973 and in a couple years, two years to be exact, or three years, it'll be uh, 50 years old, half a century old. I think they waited long enough, but at the same time, like it's such a classic. It's it's considered so iconic. I, I don't know how this is at all going to go good, depending on who your directors and writers are. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So um, I, I'm going to be optimistic, I guess. I'm really not sure why it needs a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I, I am someone who is like very like eh on reboots because I just hate that word right now in 2020, yeah. um, especially when something's good. You know what I mean? Like just why put yourself in that kind of position? You know what I mean? Like why? I just think it's a huge gamble and rarely it works when you say something's a reboot, reimagining whatever yeah. a lot of people was taking on the it reboot and look how that kind of turned around for the horror uh media so i mean we'll see it's all about once again who you have behind it if you have the creators of like black christmas behind it that it's going to be a disaster you know if yeah. like i because what was that remember that reboot yeah, that what was... was that like it was awful it wasn't even like <laughs> even a really close. bad idea it wasn't even close to what like the the rich, the other movies were. Uh, just weird. And that's what I'm afraid that was, of. They have like a, an idea for an exorcism movie, and they're like, "Oh, we actually own the right to the exorcism name, so let's just slap that on top." That's what I hate. That is my biggest pet peeve when it comes to reboots. Too just using the name. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if if the Scream TV shows were really really bad. I would be like really, really, really upset because it's not, first of all, the show is not Scream whatsoever, like not even close. Like obviously you couldn't use the mask fine. You didn't even try to connect anything. Like even if it's like Joe's yeah. this town over here or like something, put in an article where it says the same things was happening in the next town over and, uh, and you know, you know, in Woodsboro, like something like, you know what I mean? Like mention Sydney, like just, Give me something. It's just they did this deformity angle with with James, whatever his name is. 
he wants Emily. I just, what? It's just like, so if that show was a disaster, I would have been really, really upset, but I ended up really, really enjoying it. You know, yeah. um, I, I, I cannot stand where you just have a reboot and it's just for the namesake and it has nothing to do with the other movie. There's no wrong with putting your own spin on things, but it's not even, it's just a, it's, it's, it's a new movie. Like it's like black Christmas was a reboot of a reboot. And, it had nothing to do with what the other two movies already did. It was just like a sorority yeah. and some guys. <laughs> it definitely felt like a different movie that just had the name slapped like, what is going on here? It's like when Rob Zombie did Halloween 2. I did enjoy his first Halloween for what it was. But Halloween 2 was just some country bumpkin who's upset, has a sister, and he does not wear a mask. That's what that movie was, okay? Awful. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm hoping that it's not just the exorcist. It's not like a haunted house and, and like the ladies kind of possessed, but not really. Like I, I need you to actually attempt to be like what the first one was like it, it is a great reboot because they, right. they modernize a lot, a lot of things from that classic movie, but it's still the same. It's dairy. It's, it's, it's Pennywise. It's like six kids, fine you know what i mean so they got to do something so we'll see i mean we'll see, we'll see. i'm not yeah, i'm very I'll, I'll wait till they announce a director then i'll see if i'll get excited or not yeah yeah i mean we'll see i mean we'll see how how it goes because it could be a disaster and i'm gonna be upset if it is so oof, yeah we'll see um all right last before we go off the air our last um really short show but our last uh kind of kind of topic yeah our, our last kind of topic is um host so the movie host has been getting a lot of traction over social media um a lot of um articles have been made for the movie uh the director is getting all this praise about one of the scariest movies of all time one of the scariest movies of the year if not the scariest movie of of the year so i pose the question uh to you uh chris 3c films do you yeah. think host is the best horror of 2020 so far I'll say it's definitely up there, but as the very best, no. But it, it was something I really, really enjoyed. I do think a lot of the praise just comes from it's actually good characters, uh, good scares, and it's also just straight to the point being, you know, barely an hour long. But right. uh, as far as, as claiming it as the best of the year when, um, you know, The Invisible Man came out, I, I don't know. I'm still with The Invisible Man as, as the number one. Okay, so I do have host as my favorite horror of the year um, because Invisible Man I loved. But if 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 I have to give – if I have hor a horror rating for both movies as far as what made me more terrified, then I have to go with host. Just because if you have a horror meter and it's like 10, host made me as scared to about a 9. And Invisible Man was great, a great movie. But I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was ever scared. You know what I mean? I thought it was great, beautifully shot, uh, very well acted by everyone involved. Uh, very surprising with like, you know, how things turn out about in the end. So I call it a really successful thriller. You know what I mean? In my eyes. Yeah. But Host was like the first, if, I, I also, I always, I always get in the mood like, if you can scare me, then you've, you've, you've done the job. And I was like, Ugh. like when I was watching Host, I was like, oh man, this is crazy. This is like really dark yeah. in my house. 
I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't go it's to sleep like, that night. <laughs> right, it's like less than an hour, but it's like a really great hour. Like, this oh is yeah. Good. So it's a good movie. So um, I also heard some rumors they were having some ideas about a sequel. Even the, the yeah, they're, they're throwing around ideas for a sequel, and and that um, streaming service Shutter, I think, is for sure going to give it to them because you know this host movie. Well, one, it was made during the pandemic, I think, is what I heard, and it's also. Yeah. I bet dirt cheap to make. I, I'd be surprised if that even took a million dollars to make. And oh, Shudder, I think, can sh- shill out at least five million for a sequel. Oh, I, I I would agree. And I think this is the first movie that really showed audiences what Shudder is. I mean, yeah. us horror fans, we know what Shudder oh, is, yeah. but this movie made people go out and buy a subscription. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for everyone's like, oh, how can I watch hosts on Shutter? Oh fuck, I gotta I gotta pay for a Shutter. A lot mm-hmm. of I know a lot of people who paid for Shutter just to watch the movie. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah I think I'm I'm one of them because I I didn't have Shutter for a while. I kind of I had I'm the, always on and off. I get it for yeah, like two months yeah. and then I watch what's mostly on there or I've already seen what's on there. I get off and then I hear about an exclusive Shutter movie and I'm like, all right, I guess I have to get back on. <laughs> yeah, and it's really cheap to get on. Yeah, so I'm sure they have. Right, so I'm sure they had a lot of new. I'm sure they had a lot of new subscribers for the movie, and I'm sure they see that in their analytics, and they're probably gonna greenlit anything for this guy. They're probably gonna give him a lot of other projects to give them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. And I'm very excited. I heard the sequel's gonna be like TikTok, and I'm like, I don't know. But, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 what I heard. That's what I saw. Somebody said well, it. The director. We'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah, we'll see because. We'll see. Let's just put it like that. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all right, guys, that is it. That's the show. Thank you, guys, thank you guys for joining us once again for another episode of Cinemania Nightmares where we talk all things horror. Uh, Chris, I want to thank you once again for coming out on your busy, busy schedule. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no problem. No problem, man. Listen, everyone's busy this weekend. It's a big weekend. DC Fandom. Yeah, DC Fandom. Big weekend. So why don't you let everyone know they can follow you? Yeah, you guys can find me at youtube.com slash 3C Films or on Twitter at 3C Film Review. Always love here talking with, with Dwayne and all that. And I thank you for fitting me in, man. Sorry, just getting ready for the the exhausting disaster that's going to be tomorrow with all the news. <laughs> yes, yes. It's going to be... It's going to be very, very tiring. It starts at 10 a.m. I'm going to make sure that I'm up and I'm <laughs> going to have some coffee and I'm going oh, yeah. to... Because I'm telling you, tomorrow for content creators is going to be insane with oh, the yeah. amount of nuggets that's going to happen tomorrow. Shows, imagine. posting, articles, it's going to be a lot tomorrow. So I'm hoping everyone gets rest tonight and just like kind of rest up. It's kind of reminded me of like the day before Comic-Con or something, you know? Uh, yeah. So I mean, we will see how it goes tomorrow. But um, as far as me, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94 and the uh, Cinemaniac World page. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Chris. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.